0: You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hello my friends. Thank you so much for tuning in and for being here. I so appreciate you and I so love the fact that you tune every single week into the podcast and that really warms my heart. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I so appreciate and love you. This episode, we're going to be talking about a listener question. You know, I put out a call on Instagram as to, you know, what you were struggling with, what kind of things you wanted to work through, what kind of pain points or problems you were experiencing and I got one response and I was like, whoa, that is a podcast episode if I have ever heard one. And the question was along the lines of this, what do you do when you want to burn everything down? Man, that feeling, I have been there so many times in my life and I'm so excited to dive into my answers for you today on the show. So before we dive in, I want to take a second to read the review of the week. This one comes from at Jelly Belly. 1215 on Instagram from Great Britain. Thank you so much. I love you. She gives five stars and writes inspiring. I love Kelly's voice. She is so enthusiastic about what she shares and she tells it honestly from her point of view. I find myself nodding along to what she says. I love the mix of topics from business to self care and it's all relatable. She shares tips and recommendations from herself and others that make you want to work and love smarter. I highly recommend her podcast if you're looking to be inspired to live your best life. Thank you so, so much for the kind rating and review. I so appreciate that. And if you want to be the listener review of the week, go on over to Apple podcasts and leave a rating and review for the Kelly truck show, leave your Instagram handle so I can give you a shout out on the show. And I'm really excited to read your review live on the podcast. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, I also want to give a couple shout outs to the supporters of The Kelly Track Show. So support for today's episode comes from Podigy. Podigy is a company that edits podcasts, and I'm so deeply grateful that they edit The Kelly Track Show. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know what my life would be like if I was still editing my own show. I think I just got that hot wave of panic sweats. You know that feeling? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's my life when I was editing my own show. If you have a podcast and you are ready for somebody to professionally edit, produce, and mix your podcast, let the team at Podgy take great care of you. I adore working with them. They are so on top of it. They're always on time. Everything sounds like a million bucks. Plus they take care of some of the best podcasts out there in the top charts. And, you know, really big podcasts always have dedicated podcast production teams because it really does take a village to produce a good quality show. So if you're looking to outsource some of this backend work and stay in your zone of genius of what you love doing, like hosting these conversations with your listeners, in your audience, let the outsourcing and the editing all be done by Podigy. So when you sign up, just let them know that the Kelly Track Show sent you and you'll get 50% off your first month of editing. Support for today's episode also comes from my friends at ConvertKit. So email marketing is one of the new things I've been really working on in 2019. (laughs) (laughs) And I am obsessed with ConvertKit. It's so simple. It's so easy. And what I love about it most versus all the other players is that I can have automations and everything can be super targeted and it's so easy to put together. So for example, one of the things in my biggest pet peeves with other email marketing software is that it's not like fully customizable and I can't see my visual automations, like how ConvertKit has it. Like literally you can make these graphs that are kind of like almost like tree diagrams of if this person does this, then you can take that action. Or if this happens, then send this email. And I love that because for example, if you're already a student in your conscious empire, you don't want to be getting emails being like, Hey, it's time to enroll in your conscious empire. Not that I sound like that on email, but you know what I mean? I love ConvertKit because it's easy and simple. It makes your automations a breeze and you can really deep dive into analytics and who's opening what and what's clicking through. And most importantly, ConvertKit is especially designed for content creators just like you so that you can sell more products and services. That's what I love about it the most. So whatever you offer, whether that's coaching or services or courses or eBooks, whatever you offer, if you are creating stuff, ConvertKit is definitely your go-to platform of choice. It's totally mine. I pay for it out of pocket and I recommend it to all my clients. So if you are looking to get started with ConvertKit, use the link in the show notes to get started. It's gonna score you a free 30-day trial to test out all the features in ConvertKit totally with no credit card required. And it's only available to you when you go through the link in the show notes because their initial offer, I think is only 14 days, but with the special deal, I scored you a whole month of ConvertKit for free. Oh yeah. So use the link in the show notes when you sign up for ConvertKit. All right, my friends, now it's time to dive into this juicy solo episode for you today. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about a listener question that came in, which was all about, you know, what do you do during those times when you want to, like, burn everything down and you have that urge to, like, totally redo your life and go get a new one? I know that feeling so well and so intimately because I've had that feeling just so many times in my life, like... Just that feeling of being really unsettled and like knowing that change is on the horizon, but you're not sure what kind of change it's going to bring, but you know, you really want something drastically different and you are like craving that new phase. So we're going to be talking how to move through that. If you are experiencing that right now, or if you feel like, oh my God, this so resonates with me. So I'm going to share with you some of my thoughts and ideas and what I would do if I was in your situation with some of the strategies I shared today. So I want to begin by explaining that the universe works in cycles. Everything is cyclical and, you know, we have seasons on planet Earth, we have cycles and we have the phases of death and rebirth. This goes a lot, you know, with the theme of contraction and expansion. So there are a lot of times in life when it's not cheery and it's not like you see the world through rose-colored glasses and you really do feel like you're going through that phase of contraction and that feeling of death and the feeling of winter before you get the spring and the summer, before you get the expansion, and before you get the rebirth. So I want to just preface this whole podcast episode by saying that these phases of life are so normal. Sometimes when we're in the middle of one of these, we have the tendency to say like, oh my God, why me? Why is the universe picking me to go through this? What did I do wrong? You know, this is just a natural part of how the universe likes to work within its divine flow is through the cycles and the phases of contraction and then expansion. As you navigate this season of life, just know that it is a phase of contraction. It's not going to be permanent. It's not going to be like this forever. There will be a phase of expansion after this, so don't you worry. This phase of life always reminds me of this one quote, and it's this, barns burn down, now you can see the moon. I love this quote because it just speaks to me on a really deep soul level because I feel like I have had my barn burned down many times With tech startup one, two, and three, burn got really burnt down (laughs) to crisps. (laughs) And you're like, oh shit, now I can definitely see the moon uh, because I got nothing here anymore. You know, I've had so many rock bottoms and moments of like, oh, Jesus Christ, I cannot keep doing this. You know, with the early days of kellytrack.com, I still experience those phases of contraction. Nobody out there on planet Earth gets to like go past these and just live in full expansion, expansion, expansion all the time. There are the seasons of contraction and that's so normal. And the beautiful part about the season is that, you know, when everything crumbles or when you feel like everything's coming to a close or a divine ending, or that the universe is trying to like get stuff to just totally switch for you and give you a new life, know that you will get that moment of, oh, I can see the moon despite the chaos that ensues, despite how crazy it might feel, despite how unsettling it may seem, you will see the moon. And I love this because it just reminds me that after this phase of contraction, expansion is coming. Some sort of aha moment is coming. Change is on its way. A good kind of change because you've been through the bad kind of change. Something good is coming. So I always love to remember that quote in the times of my life when I feel like my barn is just getting torn down to shreds and the universe is like, all right, girl, time for you to get a new barn, (laughs) time for you to go do something different with your life or take a new direction or pivot. And here are the path steps by, you know, taking you to rock bottom. Now you can be like, all right, what do I do from here? So, my first step I want to share with you is to ask yourself empowering questions as you go through this phase. Michael Bernard Beckwith, who's a spiritual teacher and the founder of Agape, he talks about the difference between asking disempowering life questions and empowering life questions as you navigate challenging times in your life. These seasons where we feel really unsettled and when we like, when we know that some sort of big change is going to happen and we're sort of just like waiting for it to happen or waiting for it to click and it feels like everything is uncertain and up in the air and the only thing you do know is that you don't like your life right now, instead of playing the game and the narrative and the story of like, why me, poor me, this sucks, universe, why do I have to experience this? Lean into the more empowering questions as Michael Bernard Beck would, would would say, of asking questions like, what is here for me to see? What do you want to teach me universe? What am I going to learn? There's a very different answer that comes from asking both of those types of questions. When you ask poor me, why me? You get a really disempowering answer. And when you ask, you know, what is here for me to see? And what is here for me to witness? You get a radically different answer to that question. So that would be my very first tip for you right out of the gate. Ask empowering questions as you move through this phase of uncertainty. Don't get caught in the, oh my God, for me, everything sucks. My barn is going down to flames. I'm watching it right now. Holy crap. Be like, okay, what's in this for me to see? What's the divine memo I got to pick up on? What is the universe trying to tell me? What is this new phase of life going to be about for me? Where is my life heading? In what positive direction am I going to go next? If you lean into those kinds of questions, you get way better answers that feel a lot better in the times when things feel really uncertain and very challenging. So that'd be my very first tip. Ask empowering questions. So the second piece of advice I want to give you is this. I have always found that really good things have come from rock bottoms. And moments when I felt like my world got pulled away from underneath me or I felt this huge wave of change on the horizon and I didn't know what was coming and it felt really uncertain. Things always come after this. So understand that these rock bottom moments or these moments where you feel like your barn is totally burnt down or you're feeling really lost and directionless, know that these moments can serve as moments of great expansion down the road and something awesome will come of it. I know that's like the hardest perspective to take when you're in the middle of thinking like, why me? This sucks. Holy crap. What did I do wrong? (laughs) Oh no. And to remember that good things have always come out of rock bottom moments. I want you to think about your past and times when you have felt this uncertainty before and then the clarity you got later or the direction you moved in later. So, so for example, say maybe you went through a phase where you were like, I don't like my job. This sucks. I don't know how to find a new one. I'm not sure. And then over a couple of months, some sort of clarity started to emerge about a new project you should pursue, or maybe some random client popping out of nowhere, inviting you to do some freelance work for them. Look back at the previous times of your life where you realized good things actually came from those moments that felt like a rock bottom, some sort of clarity or some sort of aha moment or some sort of opportunity or some sort of new awakening, perhaps to start your own business or to begin your own firm or to leave senior management and go start your own startup. You know, some sort of aha awakening always comes from a rock bottom. So just remember that in the back of your head, as you navigate this phase of life, I know for me, anytime I've had this phase where I have wanted to literally just have a new life, ASAP... It has always felt really uncomfortable because there was such a high level of uncertainty. And, you know, as human beings, uncertainty is a thing we try to avoid the most. We try to control. We try to plan. We try to schedule. We get everything in the Google Calendar. And we're like, amazing. I scheduled out my life till mid-August, so I don't have to worry about anything being out of control. And then one hair moves out of your ponytail, out of your head, and you're like, oh, my God, everything is going to shreds. It's all falling apart. Okay. That's the story of my life. You see control is such an easy thing for our egos to grasp onto our egos love to control. That's like the natural human tendency. When in fact, it's like living life through that grasped hand. Like if you visualize your hand and you grasp it tight, It's impossible to receive with a closed hand. You have to open it and let it go and surrender in order for things to flow in, in order for the butterfly to sit in the palm of your hand, in order for the bird seed to be in the palm of your hand and the birds to come down and eat it. you got to live in the flow and the surrender to what the universe has to give you and offer you. This is like the core fundamental mistake. We screw up as humans all upon earth. And don't worry, I do it too. Everybody else does it. Like, I don't know one person, maybe Eckhart Tolle, who's like, I am so good at surrendering and being in the flow. Everything is easy breezy. You know, it's totally okay to feel like you want to control everything and know that When you feel that moment of total uncertainty and you don't know what's next for your life and you are unsure and you have no freaking clue and you're like, oh my God, the uncertainty is so big. That's the part that tends to feel most alarming and scary is the fact that you don't know what step is next. You know, growing up, we all have clear roadmaps. Finish elementary school, go to high school, get good grades in high school, go to a good university or college. After university and college, Go work somewhere in a rotational program or like an early thing. And then when you're done that, reapply for a better job, go up the corporate ladder, then you retire, then you have your retirement. And then it's like, it's very much a step by step by step thing, which is like the theme that we see most constantly narrated to us in society. And you got to remember that when you feel like you have no idea what you're doing with your life, and when you feel like everything is completely uncertain, this ladder that you've been given has been taken away from you because you're meant to do something different. In that phase of uncertainty, when you feel like, oh my God, I don't know what's next for me. This is where all the fun is. And this is where things get interesting and unique and cool and exciting because you are on your own roadmap and journey and you are going to start flowing with what the universe wants for you versus what your human mind Can control and plan. And the universe is way more intelligent than us. It knows how to create trees, oceans, stars, planets. I don't know about you, but the last time I checked, I did not know how to make a planet and stick it up in space (laughs) or a star for that matter, or figure out how the sun gets hot and is the perfect degree from earth so that we stay warm without burning to a crisp. The universe is smart. Let it support you with your life too. It knows the way. It knows the answers. Everything in the universe is divine and has a purpose and has a plan. So as you navigate this phase of uncertainty, remember that out of these rock bottom moments when you have complete uncertainty, know that you are going to be now dabbling with the universe and you are going to be leaning into surrender. And you're actually going to be leaning into the juicy flow because now the universe can take over and it's like, okay, cool. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. Cause I've been trying to get you to see this memo for the last three years. And you have been busy working at that consulting firm. So, all right, let's do this. <laughs> That's what happens in these moments When we finally let go of our control and we finally actually hit one of those rock bottoms, when we're like, I actually can't control anything anymore, I have to give it up. I have to surrender. This is where the magic kicks in. This is why I love rock bottoms because first and foremost, you know that it can't get any worse than a rock bottom, which is always kind of comforting in itself. And secondly, you know that something good is going to happen. Good stuff always does come from rock bottoms because once you've let go of the controlling grip and that closed type grasp you have on earth, when you learn how to let it go and surrender it, because that's literally your only option, that's when the miracles start to flow in. That's when the divine intelligence flows in. That's when your intuition's really hyper aware because, you know, you're like, I gotta like rub some sticks together to make a fire over here. So understand that rock bottoms are good. That would be my second piece of advice for you. Now, the third thing I want to share with you today is this. Listen to your intuition during these times of great uncertainty. Our intuitions have the answer to everything. Answers are there all the time. It's like the universe is waiting for you. It's filing its nails and it's waiting for you to just like be like, "Hey, do you have any divine guidance for me?" It's waiting to give you answers and it comes to you through your intuition and intuitive hits. And as I like to say, divine downloads and clarity on what you should do next. So learning how to tap into your intuition and hone that intuitive voice inside you is going to serve you so well during this phase I did an episode called how to hear your intuition. I'm going to link it in the show notes for you. So you can take a listen after this one. It's so important to know how to fine tune this voice, get clear on how you receive your guidance and really spend time nurturing your intuition because it's going to know the way the the universe always knows the plan. Like I said, the universe is really smart. It has answers for you. You have to be willing to listen and to tap into those and to seek the guidance when needed. So, when you navigate a phase like this, it's going back to asking those empowering questions to yourself and seeing if you can get any clarity, even if it feels like a slightly good idea. So, if you're there and you're like, oh my God, what do I do with this job? I hate this job. I don't like my life. What is next for me? Ask your intuition. What is next for me? And see if you get any visuals or clarity or thoughts or words pop in your head or an idea, or if you're laying in Shavasana in yoga in the evening, you know, maybe something's going to drop in or when you're in the shower, oh, an idea comes to you. Your intuition works with you in many different ways. And for me, and the most easiest way I can explain it is through those divine downloads, as I like to call them, those like intuitive hits of like, oh, I could do that or like, Hey, I could reach out to Jesse or, Hey, I could send that email off to that person and see if they want to do that thing with me or like, Hey, I should check out that comedy show and see if it's playing this weekend. Sounds kind of fun. Even if it feels random and bizarre, listen to these intuitive hits because they have all the answers for what's next. So a really big point about listening to your intuition is to feel the fear and do it anyways. During these phases of great uncertainty, usually we get really big hits to do something drastic and different with our lives. I know for me, these phases have always turned into things that have been like huge. Like, hey everybody, I'm gonna quit my job and say no to the job that I was supposed to take after university and go move to San Francisco. See you everybody. (laughs) Or like, I'm gonna move out of my family home and go get a really nice apartment. All right, see you everybody. It felt like these phases of just, Doing something on a total whim. I work really closely with my intuition and when it tells me something, I just do it. So quite often these action steps, when we're moving and navigating a rock bottom or a phase of great uncertainty, sometimes the action steps can be tiny. Sometimes the action steps are huge and cost a lot of money. You have to feel the fear and do it anyways. This is the most important piece I could share with you today. Your intuition is going to give you ideas and nudges and like, oh, do this thing. Or like, it's time for you to move there or do that speaking engagement there or rent that whole ballroom and host a workshop there. It's going to give you these big hits sometimes. And you have to listen to these and follow through on them. The universe only gives you more if you listen to it and if you do what it says. If you ignore your intuition, your intuition gets way weaker. It's like a knife. If the knife is very dull, it doesn't cut very well. So if you are not spending time listening to your intuition, if you get the intuitive hits and you ignore it, it's like the blade of the knife just gets duller and duller and duller. And then you're there trying to cut tomatoes and you're like, this damn thing is not working. (laughs) And that's because you have been ignoring your intuition and you don't listen and you don't follow through on what it says because... The universe and source, it's interesting. You know, my theory is that, like, you know, if you're not listening for your intuitive hits and you don't take your good ideas, it just gives it to somebody else. So it's so fascinating because I see this a lot. I first heard this concept in Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic, which I'll link as well in the show notes. And she talks about like when we have ideas or action steps or creative projects, and if we don't follow through, The universe will just give it to somebody else. And this is why I take my creative ideas so seriously, because I know the universe has knocked on my door for a reason. If we don't take action on what the universe is asking us to do, the ideas go away, they vanish, the next steps are not as clear. But as you keep receiving and taking action on everything that the universe is giving to you, a path will begin to be illuminated for you very clearly. And you just have to trust that this is the way. You know it's the way because it's probably very different from what you've always done because what you've always done is usually the ladder of do this and this and this and this and then boom, retirement. And the unknown and the uncertainty and the surrender is leaning into the infinite intelligence of what the universe and source energy has in store for us. Tap into that, like listen to that, go with the uncertainty. I did another podcast episode that I thought was In my opinion, one of the most powerful of all time. I will link it in the show notes. It's called Navigating Risk and Uncertainty for when you feel like you are really in the thick of it and really going through the mud. How you navigate these times. Because I have a very different view of risk and uncertainty now because my barn has been burned down so many times. That's like part of life as an entrepreneur that I am so okay with being in the flow. My life is a full surrender to the universe at this point my business, as much as I try to quote unquote, control it and be like podcast episodes come out on Tuesday. I am flowing with the universe's timeline because there is no scheduled plan. It's just a free fall into trust. So I've developed this really different relationship with uncertainty and I love it. You know, I love it now because I can just listen to my intuition and follow through on the universe's orders for me. And that's in a weird way, a lot easier than adhering to some proverbial roadmap that leads you to being a senior manager and the senior partner, and then you know going into retirement with a cushy chunk of savings. So really understand that you have to be listening to your intuition during this phase of your life and the importance of when it gives you scary action steps, feel the fear and do it anyways. I remember being so nervous on my first trip to San Francisco. I was so nervous because it was something crazy I had never done before, but I felt so called to do it. I remember, you know, feeling so nervous when I formally moved out of my parents' home and I got a nice apartment, which was ended up being like enough to be a salary for some employee part-time at track.com. It was very much like, okay, so here I am making this big decision. <laughs> like, Holy crap, this is like an extra layer of just like pressure. And am I spending my money right? Should I have gotten just an employee to help me and then live at home like so many founders do? Am I making the right choice? But I felt so called to do it. Even though the dollar signs were huge, there was just a part of me that was just like, yes. And, you know, when you follow through on these things, the universe gives you just more and more steps and great things happen. So even though you're scared and you're nervous and you don't want to spend the money or it looks really expensive on paper, but you feel that intuitive nudge to go do it, go do it. You can always make more money later. You can always, if you, you know, if you don't have a good time building tech startups in San Francisco, you go do something else later. Worst case scenario, you go back to your corporate job, you know, worst case scenario, you work for somebody else you know, and then go back to startup life later. I really, really highly encourage you to feel the fear and do it anyways, especially around big decisions. I know for me, sometimes people think I make decisions on paper. It looks like I'm doing it on a whim. I am just so tightly in tune with the universe that I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to invest 10K into this thing right now. And people are like, uh, are you sure you want to do that? And I'm like, yeah, because my intuition says so. <laughs> and everybody else thinks I'm like, wacko, because... I look like I'm just making these crazy decisions when in fact they're, to me, very specific cosmic messages that come through me through my intuition where it's, I'm so tapped in that it's like, this is the universe presenting some sort of quantum how. You know, when things come out of left field, that's always a sign that the universe is bringing it to you, especially in these phases of uncertainty. When something really pops up out of the blue and you're like, whoa, this feels good, sounds good, this feels like the next right step and it totally came out of nowhere, this is a sign that the universe has brought it to you. So take action on it, no matter how scary or how expensive it is. Um, One of my rules of thumb now is whatever it is, just even being willing and knowing that at the end of the day, it's always better to invest more money into your dreams, invest more time into your dreams, and just do whatever it takes. Even if that looks like Having to pull together a lot of cash to make something happen, your intuition is never wrong. So during these times, listen on in and do what it says. And don't get tripped up when it comes time to putting down the credit card or booking the flight or moving across the country. If you feel intuitively called, do it. Hey there, it's me. I'm just swinging by really quickly to interrupt this amazing and divine episode. And I want to pause and ask you this one question. Are you feeling kind of stuck on your path to greatness? Do you feel like there's something out there that you desire, but you're kind of holding yourself back? You're not really going for it and you're really not showing up for that life calling of yours. If so, I would love to introduce you to the mindset work. So what exactly is mindset? Well, it's where your mind is set. So this looks like your thoughts, your beliefs, and how you perceive the world to be. All you need is a couple of quick and simple tools to help you shift the way you think. This is the stuff that has truly transformed my life and has allowed me to soar to the highest level of achievement. Now, I want to teach you these exact skills. They're super easy. And I want to invite you to my free six-day video course called How to Master Your Mindset. So when you enroll, you're going to learn how to ace your inner critic and finally ditch that negative self-talk, how to deal with that fear of yours and really go for what you want, how to overcome those self-limiting beliefs that keep you small, stuck and settling. You'll learn how to truly step into your personal power and worth and adopt the possibility mindset that allows you to just watch and witness your dreams unfold. So all you got to do to get access to this sweet, awesome, and free, yes, I said the magic word, free course, it's just kellytrack.com slash mindset. And the link is in the show notes. That's kellytrack.com slash mindset. All right, peeps. Now back to the show. Now, the fourth point I want to share with you today is this. I personally think radical change is good. So this also comes back to My style of quote-unquote risk and how I perceive risk and my tolerance and level of risk, I would say compared to an average person, I'm pretty risk-seeking given my past of being like, fuck it all, I'm going to do my own thing. (laughs) Screw it all, we're going to change everything on a dime. And you know what? I personally think radical change is awesome. I know what it's like when you're like, oh my God, something in my life has to move. And people in your life might be like, oh, it's okay. Wait it out for a couple more weeks or, oh, ease into the next thing. Personally, I am all about ripping the band-aid off fast and just going to do something totally different and radical. I love that. You know, personally, I love to do whatever the hell I want. That's like one of my favorite things now because I have made so many sharp, fast pivots that to other people. It looks crazy. I remember sitting in a interview so somebody was taking me out for coffee to pick my brain. He was a student from business school and I remember him sitting with me and it was when I was during my phase when I was in San Francisco working on my tech startups and he looked at my LinkedIn and he said I don't really know what you're doing. He's like I'm kind of unclear as to what you're doing right now and it was it was like the funniest thing in the world because he was kindly saying Kelly, you're so over the map. You're all over the place. You're doing all these crazy, weird things. What are you doing with your life? I do not see a clear direction. And it made me laugh because a lot of people in society aren't given the memo that you can take big, bold, courageous risks whenever the hell you want. And you can do whatever you desire whenever you want. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to look perfect on paper. Another great episode I did that was a really big, popular hit was called quitting is underrated. And my past history of just quitting stuff that wasn't working and then making a pivot and a term, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, play it safe, do it small, take baby steps. And like, yes, there's a time and a place to take baby steps and start small and work your way up. Of course. Yet, I also want to give you the perspective that radical change is awesome. I love radical change because I know for me, And I can only speak from my personal experience. And I know that I am different than a lot of people because I just think differently. And it's a mindset thing, remember? like Because of the mindset work, I just have a very different perception on life. I know that when I am in a phase of uncertainty, I love taking a big radical shift and being like, cool, well, my barn has been totally burnt down anyways, and I clearly don't want to do this anymore. So I'm going to go build a barn over in that part of the world, or I'm going to try to build a barn under that material, or I want to do this fancy thing instead. I think it's 100% okay to not play it safe with your life. I think that's a super underrated thing as well, playing it safe. And doing things by the book and taking things step by step. Like I said, there's a time and a place to take things step by step. As in, for example, if you're starting a business, you take things step by step one day at a time. Yet there's nothing wrong with having a radical change, like quitting your job and starting a bakery or doing something that looks like it's totally on a whim, but your intuition has divinely guided you towards something or taking an impromptu holiday or just doing something that feels sort of crazy, but also awesome at the same time. I personally love radical change. And I think a lot of people don't give themselves permission to let themselves experience that radical change. Radical change is awesome. And I feel like a lot of magic comes out of those spaces when you have had that rock bottom moment. And then you're like, I'm just going to do it differently, despite what society says, despite what looks good on paper, despite what seems normal. Like my background in my past does not look normal. My experiences are not normal compared to a lot of my peers that went to business school. My life is not normal. And out of having those radical shifts, in my opinion, I think I've been able to give myself an exceptional life that I really wanted versus living by what society wanted Does that make sense? So radical change and abrupt moves and sharp pivots, in my opinion, are great. So give yourself the permission to play and explore and have the freedom to go do it. And you know what? Worst case scenario, you know, if you're in the rock bottom and you hate your life, worst case scenario is you know, you, maybe you try your own business and if it doesn't work out, you go get another job. Like it's really not that bad. So I'm all for you pursuing your big heart's desires. And if you feel called to move to Italy, move to Italy. If you feel called to go take a sabbatical and travel Europe, go do that. Like if you feel called to start an Etsy store and, you know, sell your jewelry online, go do that. Like if you feel called to make a course on how to make gluten-free sourdough bread, go do that. Like I love radical change. And usually I think that radical change is just like the pent up emotions of all those intuitive hits you have received over time. And then you hit that point where the tension is so big that you're like, I have to do this. <laughs> I know for me, when I started KellyTrack.com, I had all of the ideas in my head for years on you know, starting something around health, which was my focus in the early days. And it was just like, it hit a point where I was like, well, why not do this? Because I have had these intuitive hits for forever. So let's do some radical change of dump all my tech startup ideas and switch to making a blog and talking about health. And in my opinion, I thought I was gonna become the next Gwyneth Paltrow. So that was very different pivoting from like San Francisco tech startup life where you become like tech founder versus Gwyneth Paltrow blog life. Who cares? Radical change is awesome. And you know what? You discover yourself along the way and you find out the next intuitive right steps by taking action. If I had never taken action on, oh, I should do some sort of blog. I would have never built a website. I would have never made any e-courses. I would have never started a podcast. I would have never really found what I truly loved instead, which is the probably the theme of you know going for what you really want in life and making a business out of it and making a living doing it. Allow yourself to be guided by those Radical steps that feel crazy, but also sort of awesome and just do it anyways. So this leads me to the fifth thing I want to share with you today. It's okay to quit and say no. We are so good at people pleasing and saying yes and making other people happy and appeasing those around us that we forget how powerful the words are when we say, nope, sorry, can't do that insert beautiful boundary statement here, you are allowed to quit. You are allowed to say no to the things that don't serve you. You are allowed to cancel plans. If it's not feeling good, you tell that person, sorry, I'm not free for coffee anymore. Or if that person online that you were supposed to have a date with that you met on Tinder is starting to feel a little bit weird, you say, Nah, I'm not going to show up for you anymore. Obviously, you say it gently, but you are allowed to say no. You are allowed to change your mind. You have the permission to do what you feel good about. And if that means saying no or bowing out of something or not going to that family dinner or not taking that vacation with the girls, whatever it is for you, you can say no. Take the pressure off yourself to do everything. One of my favorite podcasters is Chris Harder. I'm going to link him out in the show notes. He does the podcast called For the Love of Money. And his wife is Lori Harder, who does my other favorite podcast called Earn Your Happy. I'll put both of those in the show notes for you. So Chris Harder said this great quote on his podcast. And he said, this year, I'm going to give out my yeses like gold bricks. And I thought that was such a powerful visualization because... So often we say yes to things like crazy, and then it's us who have to take the beating and the toll for it, for being jam-packed and for our schedule being too big. So give your yeses out just like gold bricks. Only give them out to select people. Only say yes when you really want to say yes. If you say yes to something and now you don't feel so good about it, cancel it's okay to cancel. It's okay to bail. It's okay to flake. You know, sometimes we're like, oh my God, I have to uphold every single commitment in the book. If you aren't enjoying volunteering at work for that certain committee anymore, and it's starting to feel like a total drain, quit. Just say no and quit. You are human. You are allowed to change your mind. You are allowed to have those feelings of like, I said yes. And now I feel like, no, it's a hundred percent. Okay. To work, you know, from full-time to part-time it's a hundred percent. Okay. To quit entirely. It's entirely okay. To not show up at the party. It's okay. To not come to the social event. It's okay. Not to go to the networking night. It's okay. To decline that client. It's okay. To say no to that coffee request. It's okay all right to say no. And it's okay to quit. We are so taught to be good, be nice, make other people happy, please others. And when we do that, we just hurt ourselves. And you really can't give unless you have a full cup, right? So if you feel energetically depleted and drained and tired, and if you're in this phase of uncertainty where everything feels like crazy and you just need time to figure it out and get some clarity or take a break or take an impromptu vacation... Cancel your plans for the week and be like, sorry, everybody, I'm not gonna come. I have to take some time off. That is totally okay. That's so okay. So give yourself the permission to say no and to quit and say it as much as you need to. I used to have a really hard time setting boundaries and saying no and doing that kind of stuff. I teach that a lot in my course, Your Best Life, because that was a practice I really had to learn as a person who wanted to say yes to everything and make other people happy. Now I really tap into what feels good for me. And I also know that you can't make everybody else happy in the process because when I say no, and I'm like, sorry, I can't do that. Or I can't come to that event anymore. Or I'm not going to speak at your gig or I can't meet you for coffee or no, I'm not willing to do that. Or sorry, I can't take you as a client right now. Or sorry, my books are full. I can't squeeze you in right now for coaching this month. I know it makes other people unhappy. And I can't control that outcome. All I can do is protect my time and protect my yeses and treat them like gold bricks and do what feels good for me. So have the courage to say no to the stuff that doesn't serve you in your life anymore. Your best life walks you through this phase of how you clear out the parts in your life that you don't want anymore. And it's such a powerful process. It's called module four, the release, where you let things go that don't serve you in your life and close things down and say no. And I give you all the statements and boundary statements to use and implement. So it's easy for you. I want you to just know that it's totally okay to bail, to quit, to cancel, to say no. And even on paper, if it looks like you're pissing people off, it doesn't matter. It's okay because you're protecting your own sacred time and you're doing what feels good for you during this phase of uncertainty so that you can get the space and time to get the answers. A lot of answers come to us in space and stillness. So when we have that time to reflect and to think, that's when we can get the next action steps. But when we have a full calendar and Going to everybody's meetings and then volunteering for all this student teacher stuff and then taking those late night flights and doing all those work trips and saying yes to those family brunches when you don't really want to go, we don't have any more time for the answers to come in. And that's what I really wanted to share with you today that it's okay to say no and it's okay to quit. And if you need a resource, you can find them all in your best life. So, my sixth thing for you today is this if you could wave your magic wand, and if something could magically happen in your life right now that would change everything for you and give you what you're looking for, I want you to get clear and think, what would that one thing be? What would that one thing be? Based on your answer, that's exactly what you should do next. No matter how scary it is or how big it seems or how frightening it seems, that is precisely your intuitive next right action step. and. Remember when I said, I know it feels scary at times and you have to have the courage to feel the fear and do it anyways. We know the next right step. We actually know it because I just asked you that question and you probably thought of an answer. You were so much more smart than you gave yourself credit for and the universe is working with you right now to support you. So listen to these ideas and these intuitive nudges because they have all the answers and the cosmic wisdom for you. So really think what that next action step looks like and go do it. Remember, radical change is awesome. And whatever you said in your head, you can 100% do it. I'm a really big believer that because the universe has given you some sort of idea or vision or thought or action step, it is divinely meant for you and you are the person to carry it out. So even when you're like, oh my God, this seems crazy. The universe is like, No, this is actually right on point for you because you are so-and-so and and I know you can do it. (laughs) You know, one thing I share a lot in my work is like I got a very specific call to do this kind of coaching, teaching, educating work where I take what I've learned and I teach others. That has been a very specific calling on my life. I also never got a call to be a pro golfer, or I never got the call to open a flower shop or open a bakery or move to Paris and paint for a living. I got a very specific pinpointed call to teach, to educate, to inspire, to share from the heart and do this kind of work. Yes, my topics have pivoted over time, but it's been the main theme of, you know, being in service to others through teaching what I have learned to be truly transformational. So I want you to remember that whatever call you've been given, it's specifically yours and it's so targeted and pinpointed to you and not a lot of other people have gotten the same call. We all get such a unique call that comes in a really different way and it's about tapping into that and remembering that the universe has appointed us with this dream. Think about that number one thing that would totally shift your life right now and totally change the game for you. And remember that whatever big intuitive next step you should take, is what the universe is telling you to do because it has this vision for you and it wants you to see it through because it knows you are the right person for the job. Even if you don't believe you're the right person for the job, the universe knows that you are. So it's up to you to carry it through. And remember, if you don't carry it through, it takes the ideas and it gives it to others. And I don't want that for you either because I want you to live out your big, full, beautiful dreams. That's what I want to share with you on the show today. So in summary, I'm going to give you my six points one more time. So the first one is to ask empowering questions as you can navigate this phase of uncertainty. The second one is that rock bottoms are good. Usually some sort of awesome awakening is going to happen from this. Number three is to listen to your intuition, follow those intuitive hits, and remember to feel the fear and do it anyways. The fourth point is that radical change is good. It doesn't always have to be step-by-step and baby steps. Sometimes it can look like moving everything and going to Italy. My fifth tip for you is that it's okay to say no and to quit. I love quitting. Quitting, 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 quitting. Quit whatever you need to. You have my full permission to say no to anything that you don't love anymore. And lastly, the sixth thing is to really reflect on, you know, what would be the number one thing that would support you right now? And what would be the number one thing that if you could wave your magic wand and it would happen, what is that next action step for you? And go do it, no matter how big or scary or challenging it seems. All right, my friends, and there you have it. That is the show for you today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for listening this week. I so appreciate you and I so love you. It's such an honor and a pleasure to have you here in my community. If you love this episode today, please take a second and take a screenshot of it and upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me in it. Just tag at Kelly Track and let me know what you loved, what really resonated for you, and what parts totally hit home for you today. I would so love to take the conversation with you further over on Instagram. And thank you so much to everybody who is subscribed to the show, who is rated and reviewed the podcast and left a really kind message. I so appreciate that as well. I so appreciate having you all here. It's such a true, true honor and a pleasure to serve you in this community. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know there are so many podcasts out there that you could listen to, and I really appreciate that you listen to my show and that you find it of massive value and service. That means the world to me. So thank you again for for listening. I so love you. I appreciate you. I hope you have an amazing day and I will see you back here next week. And PS quick. Thank you. Final. Thank you to my podcast production team, Jenna Riley and Dan, you three are amazing and you mean the world to me. Thank you for making my life so easy. All right, friends have an amazing week and I will see you back on the podcast soon. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.